What's going on, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of Outside the Arena with Mac and Griff. I'm Griffin Senek, joined by my co-host, Mac Rommel, and uh, back for another episode. Um, this one's going to be a little shorter. We don't have too much planned. It's been not too busy of a week. Obviously, last night, this is being filmed on Sunday, so last night we saw Charles Oliveira defeat Michael Chandler, knocked him out uh, to win the UFC vacant lightweight title. So that was very interesting and, uh, you know, probably the, the most action we've had. Obviously, the NBA playoffs right around the corner. Today's the last day of the regular season with the play-in and the playoffs getting going uh, the, the following week. So uh, we're going to be covering that a lot um, on next week's episode this week, um, just due to the fact that the bracket's not fully out. Um, you know, we could talk some storylines, but we're just going to wait till next week and discuss all that. And from now on, um, really be diving into MLB and NBA for these next few few weeks a uh, few months even per se as the nfl kind of hits a standstill but uh this past week we did see the nfl schedule release so that's what we're going to do today we're just going to break it down give you some of our top games our potential winners and and some of these games that are uh, interesting so we'll go week by week talk about it for a bit and uh, shouldn't be too long an episode so if you're here just make sure like and subscribe we'd really appreciate it subscribe to our second channel ota clips check us out on spotify apple podcast and all that but I've talked for a lot. So we're just going to go right into the schedule. We'll share this thing up right here. And week one, your Dallas Cowboys <laughs> are opening up in Tampa. I mean, I'll let you start with this. Obviously, this is one of the big games of the week. So uh, first game of the season, we got to talk about Cowboys Bucks. What are you thinking uh, yeah. you know, when you hear the news? Dak back versus Brady. Week one, it's not getting better than that for a Cowboys fan, especially um, this is something I was kind of hoping for. The Bucks or the Chiefs, I was hoping we opened up with them week one because I think that's the one week we might have a chance against them fully healthy. We have our offensive line, and I'm not worried about the Cowboys scoring against the Buccaneers defense. You have the offensive line, which will be healthy for week one. That, that's besides my worries, but defensively, that's where the worries come in. Could you hold the Buccaneers to less than what you score? I think the Cowboys could have put up 27, 28 points on the Bucs fully healthy with that offense, but defensively, could they hold up? That's going to be a question and storyline going into week one. You just don't know what this defense is going to be. You've got a bunch of rookies who have the potential. You have players that had the potential from last year. We're starting to pick things up as the season went on, but they weren't there yet. So we're going to, have to see what that Cowboys defense does fully healthy and with all these new rookies for the Buccaneers. It's the same team. What I have to say about them. Yeah. Um, I like what you said there. I think it'll be an interesting game. Um, I'm not so confident in you in that Dallas will be able to really outplay the Bucs offensively. I think um, Dallas is going to struggle for sure on the defensive side of the ball. And offensively, I mean, we're just going to have to see Dak Prescott. You know, he'll be back. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. It's, it's not an easy team to make your, your game against. We know Zeke probably won't have the biggest factor in that kind of game. So, um, you know, really only time will tell um, Brady and then, you know, they've been playing great. So we're just going to have to see what happens. It's going to be a good game for sure to start the season. Um, another game that I want to touch on, I'm surprised it's not on a primetime, uh, you know, yeah. part of the schedule as well as this Packers Saints game, but I guess Breeze is retired, but the Browns and the Chiefs, this game has lots of potential. I'll start um, just quickly discussing. I mean, this is potentially the two best teams in the AFC. I think it's two best teams in the AFC. Yeah. And they're going week one. They're just going right from the get-go. It should be a really interesting game to see. Um, we're going to see the Chiefs O-line. We're going to see Miles Garrett match up against guys like Orlando Brown, Joe Thune right off the bat. We're going to see that new Browns look defense. How do they fare against the uh, 
the AFC champion Chiefs. I mean, it's a great chance for them. I actually like this for the Browns because I think it's good for them to get this game out early, just in the fact that if these do if these teams do match up in the playoffs, this week one team's going to be very different from what hap- they see in the playoffs um, in terms of the Chiefs. So I think that will uh, favor the Browns just because that defense is going to have to get um, you know their, their chemistry together, their stuff down. Um, week one, will it be all, all insured? Who knows? Um, but, you know, guys like Greg Newsom, uh, JLK, you know, if these guys can can really start, you know, start out of the gate and, and have hot starts here, this could be a great game for the Browns. But it should be a super interesting, um, probably high-scoring game. Um, and, you know, I'm sure the Browns want revenge after the uh, the AFC division round last year. Yeah, 100%. And it's kind of crazy. As you look through these games, like this game really has the potential a week one game to be the game of the year. I mean, no questions about it. Two great teams, as you said, the two best teams in the AFC, in our opinions. The Browns, something we've been saying is the Browns, are they better than the Chiefs? And what we've kind of said, well, what you've kind of said is if they're fully healthy, they are better. They have that depth. Or when the injuries come in, they have that depth. But I think right away, um, even with all these rookie, all these new rookies added, the Browns, I think they do have the edge over the Chiefs here. The Browns just too good. You have so many defensive pieces. I don't know how the heck you get JOK in the second round. You had him with Greg Newsome. It just makes no sense. You have a bunch of young cornerbacks, a bunch of young safeties. You have like four guys who are darting caliber players. Your defensive line is loaded with Miles Garrett, Jadavion Clowney. You have everyone you possibly need on this defense to shut down the Chiefs offense. So this is going to be a great game. And I think the Chiefs, I mean, uh, the Browns are going to be able to hold it down in this game. Yeah, it should be a great game. I'm super excited for this one. Um, and I mean, those are really the, the two main games to look at. Obviously, you've got Jets, Panthers, Darnold versus the Jets. That's a cool storyline. Uh, Seahawks, Colts should be a good game. Trevor Lawrence, first start ever. Um, might be against Deshaun Watson, depending on his situation. Um, so some good, yeah, some some good games. I mean, Ravens, Raiders, I'm not really sure how that got on prime time, but it did. Bears, Rams, a bit bit weird, but, you know, they, they, they like those games. So we'll move on to week two of the NFL season. Um, you know, just looking from the start here, um, none of these games really catch my eye. I guess Chiefs, Ravens is probably the one that I'm looking at and saying this is probably on paper the best game of the week. I don't know what you think. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think uh, what was that other game? The Rams, Colts could be good, uh, depending yeah. on how uh, the Colts are. But the Rams obviously can be a good team. The Colts, we just aren't sure. Yep, that has the potential to be a good game. Um, let's see what else. Uh, and yeah, honestly, yeah, <laughs> those are the only two that really uh, have any interest any interest for me. Yeah, a little bit of a dull week. Lions, Packers. I mean, the prime times aren't even that good. Lions, Packers. Giants football team, like that'll be an interesting NFC East game, but um, we've talked a lot about that, so nothing to really go into on there. So we'll move on to Week Three: Chargers Chiefs. I mean, any game the Chiefs are in, it seems like it's a good game at this point. But these are good matchups: Chargers Chiefs, Bears Browns, Justin Fields potential reunion in Ohio if he's going to be playing there. That could be a super fun game if, if Fields is active. Yeah. Um, trying to see these other games: um, Bucks Rams. Bucks, Rams. That's, That's a good game. Great game, Bucks Rams. Wow, I don't even. I think the Rams do have the potential to beat the Bucks in that with their defense. They could shut down. Rams top. are a very good team. Yeah, they did lose John Johnson, Troy Hill, so they lost some names. They lost, um, they lost some other guys, I think, too, on the defense. But I mean, still a very good team. Yeah, I think defensively they can hold their own against the Bucks pretty easily. Offensively, yeah, Matt Stafford. I mean, with him in that offense, I mean, sky's the limit. Yeah, sky's really the limit. 
Bucks Rams should be a good game. But other than that, I mean, you got your Eagles Cowboys on, on prime time. I think the Cowboys will will take care of the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles on that one. Oh, yeah. Jalen Hurts and um, Devonta Smith, uh, the best player in the world. Definitely not going to bust. Uh, is going to be playing my Cowboys. Traylon Diggs will clamp them, though. The formal <laughs> the former Alabama teammates. Jags, Bengals, former number one overall picks or number one overall picks. Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow will go against each other. That could be a good game. Um, Titans, Jets, not terrible. Browns, Vikings, eh. Chiefs, Eagles, that's going to be a massacre. Seahawks, 49ers could be interesting. Cardinals, Rams. Bucks, Pats. Oh, here we are. There we go. Bucks, Pats. We'll talk about this one. I mean, there you go. Let's talk about the New England Patriots for a second. We got to break them down for a quick sec. You know, going against Tampa Bay, I think everyone's going to look at this and say Tampa Bay. But you look at the Patriots, they have a very good defense now, Max. So, you know, obviously it's tough to say what the quarterback situation will be. Will it be Cam Newton? Will it be Mac Jones at this point? We don't know. But in terms of New England as a whole, I mean, do you think this team is playoff ready, has that playoff potential? And, you know, can they can they match up with these teams like the Tampa Bay Bucks, the top dogs in the league right now and, and compete with them? What are your thoughts on that? I don't think they're at that level where they could compete yet with, with those top dogs. I do think they're going to make that playoff push. I mean, they have the good draft. They have the great free agency. I mean, for Mac Jones to follow you at 15, then you get Christian Marmor to follow you in the second round. Just a great, great draft by the Patriots. They didn't have to move around to get what they wanted. Things fell right in their laps, exactly what they wanted and how they wanted to play out. And the free agency, you had Kyle Van Noy, you had all these – you had Matthew Juden, all these players who – contribute but offensively is kind of where my worries are you have your tight ends which is as you've been saying where their um, success has come from I mean you have Gronk and then now you're gonna have Hunter Henry and John Smith those are gonna be your playmakers on offense but outside of those two the wide receiver core they're just guys there's they're guys that have been decent have made some plays throughout their career but there's no one that's that true number one receiver and I think that's where the struggle is in the comfort of this team Tampa Bay I mean the only thing going for them in this game is that the Buccaneers the cornerbacks the cornerback room is probably the weakest point of that defense that's the only thing I could see uh, that's a positive and um, for the Patriots who are playing the Buccaneers, but offensively, uh, I'm not sure how they're going to be playing with just those two tight ends, really. Defensively, I think they're going to be able to play well and potentially slow down Tom Brady in that Buccaneers uh, offense. Yeah, I think with New England, I agree in that they're a you know, playoff caliber team solely because of that defense. Really, though. That defense, you know, should be able to compete with anyone in this league. Um, you know, and we saw that when Brady was there, but that's the difference. Tom Brady was there. Guys like Gronk were there. Edelman was there, who at the time was, you know, pretty quality level receiver. They had guys like Brandon Cooks in there at times. I mean, they had pretty good receivers. Now the quarterback situation is just unsure. You got Cam Newton there, a guy who I'm not personally high on. Mac Jones, who we have to see what happens to me. I just think they're trying to replicate Tom Brady, and I don't think that's the right decision. I don't think you can try and go find the same guy because you're never going to be able to find another Tom Brady. It's just not possible. Um, so it, it's just uncertain what this offense will be able to do. Um, the defense should be able to play, but I mean, with teams like the Bucks, I mean, your defense is, is going to get ripped apart and Tom Brady, you know, he's going to come here and he's going to perform in new England. He's not going to get shut out here. He's going to come and he's going to put on a show. So for me, just, I mean, I think this is the Bucks game. Um, I think a lot of Bucks games will be the Bucks games just because how good they are. But um you know, we'll have to see what happens. But for me, Tampa Bay, um, they're a very good team. New England will be a playoff competing team. But offensively, I, I'm just not certain they can compete with these top talks. 
Yeah, totally agree. Patriots have some things or some moves that they'll have to do next offseason regarding that wide receiver position. But I mean, in two to three years, this Patriots team could be back at where they were just two to three years ago. That's how much potential this Patriots team has uh, in the future. Yeah, for sure. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Mac Jones. Can they develop him? Can he replicate the GOAT and Tom Brady in, in somewhat of a capacity? Um, week five. Uh, Rams Seahawks off the bat, pretty solid game there. Um, looking at these other games, Dolphins Browns Black. Chargers, Dolphins, Dolphins Box. That's that could be a good game. Browns Chargers, I like. Oh, Bills Chiefs. All right, we can. There you go. Colts Ravens Bills Chiefs. There's our game. Let's talk about the Bills real quick. Um, obviously, this looks to be another matchup of two of the top three teams in the AFC. So, Mac, my question for you. You know, you look at Buffalo, they were right in the AFC Championship game last year. They they yeah. got outplayed by Kansas City. You look what they did this offseason, they didn't really have a very active free agency. They got winning guys, got guys like Greg Rousseau in the draft. Might have been a little bit of a reach there. I mean, I think he could he could be a first-round talent. It just depends. So, I mean, do you think Buffalo, I mean, you look at what Kansas City did and the upgrades they made. Do you think Buffalo can still compete with this team, or do you think the Chiefs are, are just on another level that you think it's going to be hard for the Bills to – to catch up to with this current roster. I mean, last season, I think we saw what you have to be able to do to win games and beat the top teams. You can't just have your pass game. You have to have a, some form and some form of a run game in the Bills. They, they still don't have that. I thought that would be their number one need going into the season. Your defense was great. You didn't really lose that many pieces. And your defense would have still been great if you didn't have to go out and replenish that. So if the Bills, instead of taking Greg Rousseau, you took a running back, you took Javante Williams, anyone there, I think they would have been able to compete with the Chiefs. But because of that lack of a running game, I don't think they're there with the Chiefs and the Browns. That was so important last year's playoffs. And I think that's going to happen once again this year. It's going to be important, not just in the playoffs, but in the regular season. If you're not going to be able to run that ball at all, you're not going to be able to win games. Yeah, I think the way the draft really did not help Buffalo, I think, um, I mean, it would have been interesting to see what happens if Travis Etienne was available at their pick. Obviously, the Jags wouldn't have got him. Um, but, like, a guy like that could have really changed this offense. I mean, imagine putting Travis Etienne in that in that backfield. So explosive, so, you know, versatile in the pass game, too. I mean, that would have really taken this offense to another level. But right now, I mean, it's tough to say. I mean, with the moves the Chiefs made, I'm just worried about the Bills. And, you know, they got blown out last year. And, and now you look at the Chiefs and, and this offensive line and who they got. I mean, they went and got Orlando Brown. I mean, Joe Thune, Austin Blythe. I forgot they signed Kyle Long, too. They get Lauren du- DuVernay uh, Tarf back. Um, they have a ton of guys that they, they're going to be able to plug in on this O-line and, and whatnot. Um, so I'm just worried about the Bills, man. I, I don't know what the state of the Buffalo Bills is going to be. Um, I think it's a team that, you know, they have to keep improving. This can't be the same team as last year. They don't really make many improvements. It's, it's not going to be a good year in Buffalo. Um, so we'll see. I mean, Josh Allen, can he replicate what he did last year? I mean, he's a great quarterback, no doubt a superstar in the league, but last season was a very fantastic year for him, no doubt. Um, so can he have that same, same success? We'll have to see. So Buffalo um, will be interesting to see what happens there, but um, I am a little worried in, in terms of them potentially being able to compete still with those top dogs like the Chiefs. Yep. And I mean, I guess another question, uh, just to flip back to you all, just popped in my mind. Yep. Is there a team that could overtake the Bills as that third spot right now in the AFC for you? Um. I mean, it's difficult to say. I mean, I think you'd turn your attention to a team like the Baltimore Ravens is up mm-hmm. there with teams that you look at. Um, I mean, could the Miami Dolphins get there? I don't think so right now. I'm, I think Tua would really have to 
improve. Um, a team like the Colts is, is one team for me that's a sleeper team that could get there. I think, you know, this matchup Colts-Ravens right here, I think one of those teams is, is the next in line. I mean, you look at the Colts, they're such a great team on both sides of the football. If Carson Wentz can be what, you know, this team thinks he can be, this team could be really good. Um, they've got the O-line. They've got a great running attack in, in, with Jonathan Taylor and Nike Hines there. They've got weapons on the offense. they got Michael Pittman. They still have T.Y. Hilton. Um, they have a good defense, obviously, DeForest Buckner, Darius Leonard, um, guys like that on this team. So it'll be interesting to see with the Colts, obviously, the Ravens. Um, you know, I, I, with the Ravens, I just think that the defense, it's been so good, but it's starting to age. Guys like Marcus Peters, Clay Campbell, can you still count on these guys? The linebacking core, not what it once was. It's, it's not very strong. I mean, you don't have a guy like Ray Lewis there anymore at the middle of that defense. Um, you know, we'll see with those two teams. But for me, I do think the Bills are, are a little comfortable, um, you know, with the top three. I think the top three um, are decently above the next guys. But that said, the Ravens have had the Browns number these past few years. The Browns went out and addressed some moves that, you know, might have had them. If these two teams match up in the playoffs – Baltimore has every uh, ability to beat Cleveland. So at the end of the day, um, we'll see what happens. Yep, totally agree with you there. I mean, I know you said that you don't think so for this team, but I've kind of been falling in love with this Miami Dolphins team. So I think they have the ability to take down their division rivals and the Bills. You add Jalen Waddle, you add Jalen Phillips, all those offensive linemen you drafted last year, you're hoping they could develop. And I think this is all just going to help out Tua. Taga Vailoa, you also added Will Fuller on this offense. They're doing things they need to do to develop uh, Tua, and I think they're going to be able to do that. Once those uh, first-year quarterbacks go into their sophomore year, I think that's where you see the next step that they're taking. The first year is great for a rookie, but then the next year, these quarterbacks are having better years than some of the best rookie quarterbacks have ever had, and it's just like, okay, they're average. But you're seeing all these quarterbacks, they are taking that next step in that second year, and if they don't take that next step, they fall off badly, and they're really a quarterback that may not even get a backup job in the future. Like Josh Rosen, he fell off terribly. He didn't even really come out hot and play well from the beginning. But if Tua is able to take that little bit of a next step, I think the, the Dolphins are in a great spot uh, to go up and fight the Bills for that third spot. Yeah, I mean, with the Dolphins, I just I think Aaron Jones would have been huge for them. I think Gaskin was good, but they could have used that other weapon. And for me, I just can't do – I mean, you look at the top three right now in the, in the teams that are close, um, like Baltimore. You look at the Chiefs, they have Pat Mahomes. The Bills, they have Josh Allen. The Browns, Baker Mayfield really burst on the scene. With a team like the Dolphins, I mean, I just can't put them up there with a guy like Tua who just hasn't proven himself. He hasn't done enough in this league. He hasn't shown that superstar ability. I mean, you look at those top three teams, they all have very good quarterbacks. And with the Browns, I mean, Baker Mayfield, some might not consider him a superstar. I think he's very good, a star in that offense. But look at what they have around him. They have the best running attack in the league, the best line in the league, weapons on the offensive side galore. I mean, you look everywhere and there's a, a diamond. I mean, they have like three tight ends that are very good there. They have great wide receivers. I mean, this team has depth and depth on the offense. So that's what you need. And for me, Miami just doesn't have that. You look at Will Foy, you look at Devontae Parker, but who's after that? Guys like Preston Williams, um, you know, Jeremy Grant, or not Jeremy Grant, he's in the NBA. Um, Grant, whatever the, the guy's name is, the, the punk return or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. To me, those guys just aren't that good. Um, so we'll see. Miami, good team. Can it be its top three team? I'm not so certain. It depends on Tua. It's all Tua. If Tua comes down is a stud, then yeah. But if not, uh, I can't put him up there. All right. Fair point. All right. Um, all right. Week six. 
Um, Chargers Ravens stands out as a good game. Packers Bears could be good. Washington. Yeah, Cardinals Browns, um, Cowboys Pats, Seahawks Steelers, Bills Titans. Just all around some pretty solid games. Um, I don't know if there's any we necessarily need to touch on, but um, yeah, I think all pretty good games there. Um, Week seven. Um, yeah, some some good games. Jets, Pats, the classic. Bears, Bucks could be good. Colts, Niners, Saints, Seahawks. So again, some good games. Nothing crazy. I don't think that we need to touch on here. Um, week eight. Dolphins, um, Bills. Dolphins, Bills. Good game. We touched on those two teams already. Um, Steelers, Browns could be good. I mean, let's talk about this. Um, just to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Obviously, you know, the defending champs of the AFC North, um, you know, they lost some guys. They lost Bud Dupree, um, the O-line. You know, we saw Villanueva go to, um, you know, Baltimore. Pouncey retires. They lose guys like Matt Filer as well. They obviously draft Najee Harris in the draft to replace James Conner. Um, they bring back Juju. So, uh, Mac, you know, where do you have the Pittsburgh Steelers ranked in terms of the AFC North and, you know, do you think this team's still a playoff team? Do you think this team's still a championship caliber team? I'm wondering, what are your thoughts on the state of the Pittsburgh Steelers? Oh, it's tough. I mean, they've had the talent. I mean, you have TJ Watt, you have Joe Hayden, you have guys, Minka Fitzpatrick especially, you have guys who are stars. But it's just at those spots where you lost your players, it's just – it's not it right now. Your offensive line, I mean, it's going to be atrocious. You play the Browns, and, I mean, Big Ben's probably done for the year. If I'm being honest, <laughs> after you play the Browns with that offensive line, you replace James Conner, but you didn't replace anything on that offensive line, if I'm being honest. I have to stick them at third right now, and if Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, if they could do something, I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers could end up fourth in this division, realistically, in my opinion. But offensively, it just that offensive line, we saw how important it is to have an offensive line in the Super Bowl. We saw the Dallas Cowboys fall apart without that offensive line. Couldn't get anything going, especially in that run game. So you add Najee Harris, but what is he going to do without any help uh, blocking him? He's just going to be a receiving back or something like that right now for the season. It's just not going to be good for the Steelers' offense. Defensively, you have some stars, but those holes in that defense uh, where you lost Bud Dupree, they're still pretty big holes. So I think when you're playing with teams like the Browns, the Ravens, this team's going to get torn apart. I think it's tough with the Steelers. Oh, there was some audio strike back there. Um, (laughs) um, I think it's a a rough situation um, in terms of Pittsburgh. you know, what we saw from Big Ben at the end of the year really wasn't that encouraging. He was turning over the ball, specifically in that last game of the season against Cleveland in the playoffs. You know, he turned the ball over a lot. And, and the problem with Pittsburgh is they don't have a, a successor yet in place. They obviously have guys like Mason Rudolph, the colleges as backups. But those guys aren't guys you can turn to and flip the page of, of the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise right now. So it's Big Ben or, or bust for this team. Um, they don't have a guy in place behind them. So. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, he's got to play well for this team to have success. This offense has to, you know, put up points. And like you said, the O-line is a huge concern for me. Um, they didn't really play. They, they went and tried to replace everyone with the rookies, it seems, and, and not first-round talent guys. Um, you know, they, they didn't go out and get a superstar. They, went, they got Najee Harris, who will be great. But at the end of the day, um, you know, we'll see what happens with the O-line. Um, the defense, I mean, they lost guys there. Joe Hayden, guys like that starting to age. I mean, you have the crown, the, the big three in my eyes, and Devin Bush, um, 
you know, Minka Fitzpatrick and TJ Watt. Those are three superstars of the defense that you can't afford to lose. TJ Watt, you're going to have to extend. So there goes more money uh, to devote to him and whatnot. You obviously have like guys like Cam Hayward on the D line, who's great. So Pittsburgh, the defense is going to be good. I don't know, you know, a doubt about that. The defense was relatively the same, but the offense, I mean, can it compete with these teams, Cleveland, Baltimore, it's a tough division. It's a tough division for sure. If this team was in, you know, the N or the, the, uh, the NFC East, you might look at them and say, this team's, you know, could be the division favorites, but they're not. They're in a very tough division with two of the better teams in the AFC. So um, it's going to be tough for them. Um, and that's kind of my thoughts on the state of the Steelers, to be honest. Yep, Steelers. Uh, a lot of missing pieces. It's going to be interesting to see what they do in the future uh, to replace Big Ben, and especially when they're going to replace Big Ben. That'll be a question for next offseason. Uh, so the next offseason will be pretty exciting with that news. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, the Big Ben era soon uh, to be over in Pittsburgh. Yep. Um, all right. So with that, we can go to week nine of the NFL season. Um, don't see any games that catch my eye. Packers, Chiefs. I mean, if you got Aaron Rodgers yeah. there, that's something. Yeah. If Aaron Rodgers is there, that will be a sure fire game. The game I actually want to touch on, I mean, we've touched on the Chiefs a lot, so we, we don't really need to talk about them too much more. I want to touch on this Cardinals 49ers game and just talk about the NFC West for a little bit. Arizona, San Francisco, these two teams are, are going to be good, um, as well as every other team, the Seahawks, the Rams. This is the best division in my eyes in the NFL right now. It's four teams, four playoff caliber teams. To be honest right now, I probably put the Seahawks in last just because I feel like that team is just so weak in some certain spots. That's my personal opinion. I think the Rams are the best team. San Francisco second, Arizona third, Seahawks fourth. That's my prediction. But, you know, two teams right here, San Francisco, Arizona, Mac, where do you have, you know, how do you have this NFC West division playing out? I guess I should say. And, you know, do you see big futures for either of these two teams? I mean, I do. It's kind of weird to rank these teams just going before the season. They're like all kind of on like an even playing field. You kind of rank them uh, really any way you want to, but a team who I think has the most potential, uh, and I'm going to talk about them, is a team that just went to the Super Bowl two years ago, and it's the 49ers, a team that you're going to be getting your defense back. Hopefully they could return fully healthy and play that same level, and I, I think they're going to be able to do that. The one concern I have for that defense is that cornerback position, but other than that, their defense is great. Offensively, you have guys that can get it done, do some things that are special. You have Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. You're going to have George Kittle back. You have a great offensive line. You have Raheem Mostert. You go out, you add Trey Sermon. And I think the most important addition was that Trey Lance addition. If you could out, uh, outwin uh, Jimmy Garoppolo this offseason for that starting role, I think the Niners could be in a great position to succeed this upcoming year because – the 49ers, right now, it doesn't seem like they're budging on giving Trey Lance that start. So if Trey Lance somehow ends up getting that starting job, he's showing something special, and that means the 49ers will be special. So I think the 49ers, they have the potential to be a great team, a team that is Super Bowl caliber if they perform at their highest potential. The Cardinals, I think I have them kind of a middle-of-a-pack team. I think I'll have them third right now. I think I'll put the Rams above them. So I'll do 49ers, Rams, Cardinals. And then the Seahawks, as you said, Seahawks just have some holes. They didn't have many draft selections. They only had three, so they couldn't really go out and address those needs. But the Cardinals, you have D-Hop. You added who they add as the wide receiver. Uh, no, not Ter Terrence Marshall. They added another wide receiver in the draft. Uh, but uh, whatever, besides the point, you had another wide receiver, but still that offensive line is lacking. 
run game, it's not going to be great. Like it has been the past few years. Offensively, you still have some pieces that are missing. Defensively, you have Isaiah Simmons. You're hoping he could go back um, and play great. They missed to use him last year, but he's a guy that could easily come back and be a superstar in this league if you use him correctly. And I think they're going to be able to do that. You added Zayvon Collins in the first round, a little bit of a reach, but a guy that can get some interceptions. He's fast and he's big, so he'll make some plays. So the linebacker position, I think that is set. You're going to be able to get some pass rush with Jay. J.J. Watt, but overall, I do think they still have some holes on this team, so I'm going to rank them third in this division, but still going to be an eight to nine plus win team this season. Yeah, I agree with what you said. I think Arizona right now, I mean, it's a good team, but we saw last year, and this is where I have concerns, and I talked about it last week, I think, when we were talking about the fantasy. Tyler Murray, I just have concerns about him in terms of his consistency. He seems to, you know, in the last year specifically, he had a great start to the season. He was one of the best players in the league, but then he just kind of, you know, he just became inconsistent and was just inconsistent. was just not the same kind of guy. I know he got injured and whatnot, but you know, he needs to be good all year round to be good in this division. This is a tough division. Um, you're going to have six games that are playoff caliber games. And that doesn't include, you know, the 11 other games you're going to play out of division. You know, you'll play some pretty good teams there too. Um, so it's, it's a tough schedule. Um, you know, and in all likeliness, the team that does the best, has the best record against the division will be the division champion. Um, I know that's how it works, you know, in most divisions, but especially in this division, when it's so competitive, every win counts. And we'll see that for sure. Um, I think San Francisco is a good team. Like you said, the defense, the one thing I don't think it'll ever be that Super Bowl defense again, just because you look at who they had that year. They had a Richard Sherman who was younger. Um, you know, they don't have him now. They had a guy like a DeForest Buckner who just, they mm-hmm. could, I think I still, do not like that move that they trade him away, regardless of how much money he was going to require. He's just a superstar caliber player that you do have Javon Kinlaw, obviously, in replace, but just not the same talent in no regard as DeForest Buckner. So you lose him. You lose a few other guys. You obviously lose the genius behind it all, Robert Sala. So I'm just a little worried of, of them being able to reciprocate. It's still going to be a great defense, but can it be that same level? I'm not so certain. Um, but Jimmy G, uh, porn star Jimmy, should be great. Um, you know, I think he's good. Um, not great, but he'll be good. Um, and they obviously do have Trey Lance in the wings waiting if things go wrong. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But um, I think you covered it pretty well. NFC West should be the division to watch in the NFL this season. You absolutely know it. I mean, it's kind of crazy. It can go any way. It's like it's kind of like the NFC yeah. can go any way, except these teams are <laughs> and everyone well, in the NFC East. East I think there is a clear outlier now in the NFC East, which is the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't believe they'll be competing. Out loud. I thought you were going to go the other way, like a, a clear. Uh, way. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think either. I think Washington, Dallas. I mean, I don't believe the Giants are right there just because Daniel Jones. I think Daniel. If that, yeah. if they had a good quarterback, the Giants would be. If they had Aaron Rodgers, they'd be the, easily a team to beat in that division without a doubt. Yeah, I think even if they just had. Approve like I mean you could even I mean if you add Ryan Fitzpatrick I mean like the football team did and an offensive guy who you know what you're gonna get from I think that could be a, a potential uh, division winner a division winner yeah uh, if the Giants somehow did that and uh, replaced yeah. them with uh, a yeah it's just it's great surrounding cast with the Giants it's just the quarterback position right now it, it, not sold on it but nope. we'll move on to week ten. Um, don't want to keep talking about the schedule for too long, but we will cover the good games, obviously. Ravens-Dolphins has potential to be a good game. Um, we talked about both those teams already, though, so no need to go in-depth. Browns-Packers. 
Browns Pats, good game there too. Seahawks Packers again. Um, we talked about Seahawks Packers. It's just uncertain their situation. Yeah. Rams Niners, good game there. NFC West, uh, sure to be good. Chiefs Raiders always seems to be a good game. That was a really good team last. Really good games last year between the Chiefs and the Raiders. Um, so it'll be interesting to see um, if the Chiefs can 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 beat the Raiders or the Raiders can hold them off. <sighs> Week 11, Pats, Falcons. That is not really much significance just because Brady's not there anymore, obviously. Ravens, Bears could be good. I mean, the Bears, it just depends who's the quarterback. It's Andy Dalton. No one really cares. Justin Fields. Very really good games here. There you go. Um, Colts, Bills, we touched on those two teams, but that will be great. Um, really has great potential for the Colts in terms of, you know, if Carson Wentz can be good, that'll be good. Um, Packers, Vikings. I mean, here, I'll let you take over from for, for the rest of the schedule. I've talked a lot, so, can, <laughs> you know, talk about what you like, what you see, and whatnot. All right. I mean, Dolphins, Jets, I mean, there you go. You're getting Zach Wilson, you're getting Elijah Moore, you're getting Michael Carter. You're facing Tua. So, a bunch of young guys uh, in that game. You have Saints, Eagles, not much. I mean, it's going to be, I think, a good question is what are the Saints going to be without Drew Brees? How could they perform? I mean, with Taysom Hill, they won games last year, but I think that was just because it was something new. I'm not sure how they're going to be able to perform with whoever it is, if it's James Winston or Taysom Hill. It's just going to be so different. I think people think that the Saints are still going to be great, but I'm not sure if they're going to be able to live up to that uh, great potential that a lot of people still have in them uh, with for being a great team. You're still messed up and screwed by the salary cap. You're not going to be a good team in the future unless you somehow figure that out. Saints kind of all over the place for me. So for people to think that they're a great team still right now, uh, I think that's something we shouldn't be saying uh, for at least right now until they approve in a few weeks into the season. At least Cowboys, Chiefs, I mean, we know who's winning there at that point, especially we know that Cowboys offensive line is going to be gone by that point easily. <laughs> uh, Steelers, Chargers, eh. Cardinal Seahawks, that was a great game uh, last year. So we have some potential there, but nothing outstanding. Bears, Lions, eh, Raiders, Cowboys, and eh, Bills, Saints. That could be good depending on how the Saints are. As I said, we're going to see what the quarterback situation and how uh, the play is there for the Saints. Uh, so that has some potentials. Panthers, Dolphins, though. I love me my Panthers, and I love me my, Dolph my Dolphins right now. Two teams I've been high on. Uh, we've talked about the Dolphins with the Panthers. I mean, they are doing it right, in my opinion. We're talking about rebuilding a team. And I was looking on Instagram, and I, it was something about, like, catch the blitz, I believe it was. They are just seeing the additions. And the Saints fan commented. He's like, I love the way the Panthers are building. They're building through the draft. They're building for cheap with players who have proven that they could do something in this league. And that's the right way to do it. They're rebuilding perfectly, cheaply, perfectly. And the Panthers, I do believe, once they get to that playoff and Super Bowl caliber team, they're going to stay like that for years just because of the way they're rebuilding very, very smartly, cheaply. And we've seen, especially from last year, they know how to draft. And every single draft pick they've drafted has been a contributor on that team. So the Panthers, I think they're going to be a great team for a while once they hit that great mark. Yeah, um, Panthers, good team. Uh, I heard something in an interview this week that Teddy Bridgewater said, like, they never practiced the red zone or the two-minute offense in practice. So um, that's something that definitely has to change. That's, I don't know what's going on. If, that, if that's true, that's completely unacceptable from Matt Rule and, and the coaches there and Joe Brady. But, um, you know, it, it, on paper, they look good. Um, you know, you reunite Sam Darnold with Robbie Anderson. I think that'll be fun. You obviously have DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, um, old line's not bad. You have a lot of young talent on the defense. Brian Burns, Jeremy Chin looked good last year. 
Um, obviously, J.C. Horn, Derek Brown, good options there. Um, you got the vet check, Thompson. So there's there's pieces. Um, you know, you're in a tough division with the Bucs. The Saints are still going to be competitive in my eyes. Falcons have good weapons on the offense. So it's going to be a tough division. We're going to see what happens. Carolina for sure has the uh, the makings of a playoff team, but can Sand Arnold lead them to the playoffs? I mean, we'll see. It's a it's a big prove it year for Darnold. Um, he's got to prove it to stay in this league. So um, if he has a good year, you're probably looking at the franchise quarterback, the the Carolina Panthers. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, Sam Darnold has that potential to be that franchise quarterback for the team. Now some other games looking down. Buccaneers Colts, as you said, making to be a great game uh, with the Colts. If Carson Wentz lives up to what uh, the Colts believe he'll be, as you said, this team will be great. You have a great defense. You have a great offense, especially that offensive line. And I think that's what's going to be the biggest factor in Carson Wentz's success. You're going behind an offensive line that could keep him healthy, and that's been the one thing that has kind of downplayed and ruined his career to this point ever since he's had his injuries. He hasn't been the same, and I think that's kind of messed with his confidence a little bit. So going behind a great offensive line, that should help him, especially with the Colts, Buccaneers, Colts. That'll be a great game. Will the Colts beat the Buccaneers? Probably not, but it still will be a very, very good game. And then this is another game that could be game of the year. It's the Browns-Ravens every year. This game is amazing. Last year, we know Lamar Jackson took his dump. He came out and he lit it up versus the Browns, obviously coming back to win that game. I think it was like 49 points. Or so. They had 40. I, I don't know. It was a lot. 49, 42 or something like that. But, it's a great game. I'm not expecting anything less than that. It probably won't be as good as that game, but a great game. Lamar Jackson will light it up against the Browns. It's just how these two teams are built to play each other. One team is going to go off. The other team is going to go off. and just going to be back and forth the entire game. So I'm excited to see what happens with that game. I'm not sure if you want to talk about that a little bit because they're now your Brownies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I kind of touched on it earlier. Um, and we talked about the Browns a lot, so I don't want to keep talking about them, but um, the Ravens have had the Browns number this past few years, and, um, you know, it is it is a bit alarming. Um, Cleveland, you know, they got to get some wins in the wing column against the Ravens. Um, they upgraded their team a lot, and they built it around, you know, being able to stop Lamar. I think, you know, JOK is going to really help with that. He's a quick linebacker, and that's what they need. They've had slow guys playing there like B.J. Goodson and, and um, you know, what's his name? Um, Mac Wilson and, and those guys there. You know, they, they need an upgrade and, and some speed in the linebacker room and on the defense as a whole. So I think they addressed that. So it'll be interesting to see. Great game we saw last year. Um, yeah, it's going to be a, a division decider at the end of the day. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But I don't want to keep talking about the Browns too much. Um, yep. So we'll move on to uh, to week 13. Yep. Week 13, you open up with the Cowboys versus Saints. Uh, that's an iffy game. I mean, both teams, they do have solid potential. But are they going to get there? Probably not. Giants, Dolphins, Broncos, Chiefs, that has potential to be good. I mean, if you had Aaron Rodgers, that Broncos team, I mean. Yeah, that's a great game. That, that's a game. And I think that's where we're going to have to have a conversation if you could put those Broncos up there with the Chiefs, Browns, Bills. And I think, realistically, you had Aaron Rodgers to this offense. I think you could. That's the one position, the quarterback position. I think that's the only position that is lacking on this Broncos team um, and holding them back from being a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to see what happens with Denver. It's hard to talk about it right now because it's not a reality and we don't know what they'd have to give up. So, um, you know, we'll see. But 100%, if they trade for Aaron Rodgers, they're a top five team in the AFC. Yep. And then uh, looking down, Cardinals, Bears, solid. If Justin Fields is in there, that's going to be a great game. Um, you have Ravens, Steelers. 
That could be decent. 49ers, Seahawks, that'll be a good game in the division. Patriots, Bills, that will be a good game. Mac Jones, Josh Allen, and we're going to see who's, who, who's fighting for that division. I mean, the crazy thing about that division is you have three teams that have so much potential. It's just, are they going to get there? The Bills, you know what they are. Patriots, we're not sure. And Dolphins, we're not sure. But all three teams have great potential to be great teams in the league this year and in the future in general. Now, week 14, um, what do we got here? We got Raiders, Chiefs, as you said. Always seems to be a good game. Another Ravens, Browns, uh, two and three weeks. Jesus Christ, but oh my gosh, that'll be fun to watch in those few weeks. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lions, Broncos, Bears, Packers. Uh, a lot of ifs, though. I mean, if Justin Fields starting, if Aaron Rodgers still there, it's still iffy. But Bills, Buccaneers, as you were just putting the cursor over there, I know you want to touch on that one. <laughs> uh, that'll be a great game. Two uh, teams that are going to be heavily relied on in the past game. Um, it, it's going to be a great game. Stephon Diggs should have a great game in that. It's just, once again, not going to be able to run against that Buccaneers defense, in my opinion. That's where the game is going to come down to. Yeah, I'd point out because that'll probably be the game of the week. People will be uh, tuning into that one. Um, you know, that's a great game. Ravens, Browns, and then Bills, Bucks in the nightcap or in the you know the afternoon cap. That's a that's a great day of football right there. Um, should be interesting to see. Um, you know, you know, health. You know, we can we can say what we want about these games, but um, at the end of the day, health is going to decide all these games. We're gonna you know if Josh Allen's not playing, the Bucks are going to win. I mean, it, we have no idea. But um, yeah. it's fun to look at it from an outlook and, and whatnot. So Bill's Bucks should be a good game, I'm assuming everything is, you know, all good. Yep, week 15, Chiefs, Chargers. Uh, Chargers, I think they're going to be a great team this year. As I said, I think Justin Herbert has potential to be an MVP. Um, it's just kind of weird at this point, like when you're thinking about these sleeper teams, it's like one of these teams, it just happens every year. One of these teams is going to be great, and right now we're not talking yeah. about them like they're great. So – I think that's always interesting, and Chargers are easily or easily could be one of those teams that out of nowhere everyone's talking about, like they're you know, this hot commodity team uh, that everyone uh, needs to hop on that bandwagon for. And I think Chargers realistically could do that, so that could be a great game at the end of the season uh, if the Chargers somehow find a way to fight for the playoffs. You have Raiders Browns that could be a solid game. Pats Colts that will be a good game. Panthers Bills. I feel like a lot of these games are actually good this week. Or, uh, yeah. This is. Uh, you go down Packers, Ravens, um, uh, Titans, Titan Steelers, Cowboys, Giants. Yep. So a lot of games that will decide um, whether your team is going to the playoffs or not. Bengals, Broncos, Falcons, Niners, Seahawks, Rams. I feel like we've said Seahawks, Rams like 15 times today. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that division is confusing me right now. Saints, Bucks. Vikings, Bears, a lot of teams that have potential to get in the playoffs. I mean, this where we're going to start seeing teams fight for that wild card, uh, for those wild card yeah. spots. Now, week 16, yeah. 49ers, Titans, you're opening it up with. Browns, Packers could be good if you have Aaron Rodgers. I feel like it's just so early right now. There's so many ifs. We, I mean, a lot of these teams aren't even complete yet. A lot of moves are still going to be made. And I feel like uh, this offseason is going to be crazy because we've never seen something like this before. We've never seen uh, an, a former MVP the year before have this talk of getting traded for that next season. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. Colts, Cardinals, that will be a good game. Rams, Vikings, um, Bills, Pats, that'll be a very good one. Jags, Jets. Oh, there we go. Lawrence versus Wilson. That'll be one to watch. That'll be one to watch. I'm glad you pointed that out. I'm definitely watching that one. If things pan out, Zach Wilson will be a stud. And you're praying for that. I mean, I'm going to watch that game. 
a lot of a lot of young talent on both teams, a lot of potential. So that'll be a great game for sure. Uh, Ravens, Bengals, Chargers, Texans, Bucks, Panthers, uh, Bears, Seahawks, Steelers, Chiefs, uh, Washington Cowboys. There you could go. Mm-hmm. Look, at, they're fighting for the division. Uh, Dolphins, Saints. Yeah. So a lot of good games, and I think like these last two weeks are just gonna be teams fighting for the division, really, in that wild card yeah. spot. Week seventeen now. Bears and the Giants, Jags, Pats, Bucks, Jets, Falcons, Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, Cardinals, Cowboys, um, Raiders, Colts. Uh, what else we got here? Broncos, Chargers. Teams are kind of iffy this week. Yeah. Rams, Ravens, Texans, Niners. I mean, Packers, Vikings, Browns, Steelers. I mean, one of these upsets. If one of these teams upsets the other one, I mean – that, that could be a big storyline. But other than that, I mean, these are all just solid games over these last yeah. week. Now week 18, the final week of the NFL season, going to January 9th, where we're seeing playoff games normally happen. And this year we got some regular season games. Uh, so Washington Giants, you're opening up with on that day. Uh, what else we got here? Steelers, Ravens, that'll be decent. Jets, Bills, Packers, Lions, Colts, Jags, Pants, Bucks. I thought we just said the Panthers and Buccaneers last week, but I guess I'm just uh, – Two weeks ago, maybe. I guess <laughs> right now, but Patriots, Dolphins, Bears, Vikings, Cowboys, Eagles, Chiefs, Broncos. That'll be a good one. A lot of solid games. And then lastly, I think the two most important games on this day, Seahawks, Cardinals, 49ers, Rams. I mean, you're looking at potentially whichever teams wins those games. If it's the Seahawks winning that game and the 49ers win that game, those teams likely will be in the playoffs. So that'll be interesting to see what happens there. But those last two games, I mean, those are going to be something to watch. Those are going to be some, something to watch to see who gets into the playoffs. And, yeah, uh, there's your 18-week uh, NFL season outlook. Oh, my gosh. A long one. Crazy that we're talking about games that are going to happen in January, which are, like, seven months away. Like, the NFL season, when's the first – when's week one? Let's see. It's September week one 9th. is – September 9th is the first week. Yeah. September 9th, so – I mean, okay. we're still four months away from football. Yeah, I'm still kind of surprised that instead of um, adding the games later on, I thought they were going to add that first game and make it beforehand when they're replacing that third preseason game. Guess it didn't work out like that. But uh, it's going to be interesting, a long season, a lot of talk we're going to have for all of you guys, and we're excited to do it. But with that, I guess we'll wrap things up here on Outside the Arena. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe, not only on this channel, but on our other channel, our OTA Clips. I was about to hit you with another Outside the Arena. You got to go on Outside the Arena on Apple and Spotify. Uh, Subscribe to us there. Listen in there. If you can't watch the videos, that'll probably be the easiest place to listen. Just stream it to your car, whatever you're doing. uh, That'll be easier so you don't have to play the video. And then if you guys want to reach out and even come on OTA Clips, you got to follow us on our Instagrams. My Instagram is Mac.Rommel. Griffin's Instagram is? Uh, Griffin Sonic. And our podcast Instagram is Outside the Arena Podcast. So as I said, feel free to reach out to us there. That is the easiest place to do so. As always, we appreciate you all for watching, and we will see you all next week.